That's what makes us tough. We keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Detroit, Michigan! Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully a historical comeback. Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. Welcoming Scott Myers, Marketing Director of Broadway in Detroit. We'll say hi to Joel Gurman, President of Rocket Solar. And finally, the owner of Antique Touring, Lisa Stolarski. It's all fascinating. It's all about opportunity, Detroit, and it's all right now. Detroit, Michigan. First up on Opportunity Detroit, we're happy to welcome Scott Myers, Marketing Director of Broadway in Detroit. Scott, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. We're so happy to have you here. We love theater. Uh, we sit atop the, the, on the Fisher Building, the Fisher Theater. But I want to know about Broadway in Detroit. Explain to our listeners who may have never heard of Broadway in Detroit what, what it is you do. Sure. Um, well, we have been around since 1961. Uh, uh, thanks to last year's uh, COVID pause, we are now in our 60th anniversary season. Uh, so we're a year off <laughs> from when we uh, started. But we've been uh, presenting the best Broadway experience in Detroit since 1961 uh, at the Fisher Theater. Um, this season is our 60th anniversary season. We kicked off in, uh, in June with Mean Girls. Um, we just had My Fair Lady at the Opera House, and we're back at the Opera House now, uh, bringing Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, home to Detroit. So um, it's a very exciting time for us. And then our 60th anniversary season continues with Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, we've got Tina, the Tina Turner musical, um, Beetlejuice, and Jagged Little Pill uh, round out our season. We're still selling season subscriptions for the last four shows of our season for Dear Evan Hansen, Tina, uh, um, Beetlejuice and Jagged Little Pills. So people can still become a subscriber. And that's, I think, one of the interesting things about what we do, and some people don't realize it, is that, you know, we've, since 1961, we've been presenting a, a series of top quality Broadway shows. So our subscribers sign up, they pay one price, and they get the same or close to the same when we go to another venue. Like, we, when they get the same seat at the Fisher, and they get an equivalent seat when we present shows at the Opera House um, for every show that season, every top Broadway show that we have. And then our subscribers get a chance to buy season tickets or uh, extra tickets, shows to our extra shows. Like, this year we're bringing Hamilton, and we're bringing Les Miserables. And they get uh, a chance to get those tickets before the general public. So there's tons of perks to being a subscriber. And, and, you know, we've been doing it since 1961. At one point, Detroit had the largest subscription audience outside of New York. And so, you know, we are working really hard to bring that back and make that happen again. All right. Well, let's try to help that by you explaining <laughs> you explaining to our opportunity to try WJR listeners how we become subscription holders, season subscription yeah. holders. Well, it's, uh, you just go to broadwayindetroit.com uh, forward slash season or click on tickets and then there's a subscription link on that page and explains all about it, how 
you know, it's, it's so funny because, like, we have people who have been subscribers or their family has been a subscriber since 1961. Um, for 60 years, they've been with us because they love seeing these Broadway shows that come to town. And they love knowing that their ticket's going to be there, that they just have to wait to receive it. Now, it used to be in the mail. Now they get it via an email. Uh, most of our subscribers do. And, you know, then they, they know they've got their ticket. They can, if they're going to be out of town. Uh, they can exchange their ticket for free through their their account. So it's a great it's a great program. And we've talked to people. We have people who have made lifelong friends uh, just from coming to the to the theater, and they sit next to the same people for six, seven shows a year or more. Uh, and they've become like theater buddies, and they become their families get together, and they get to know each other through the magic of Broadway. And so it's a great experience all around. And we we absolutely love having seeing those people and they're, they're like part of our family. So it's a great experience and, and they get the best price because, you know, in this modern age, uh, as the demand for tickets goes up, our ticket prices tend to go up, but the subscribers lock in their best price early when tickets first go on sale or before they go on sale and they get the best prices. So it's a really great, it's a great deal. And we, it's something we've been doing since, since the 60s. And so we're uh, one of the best places in the country to do it. Well, and, and these are top-notch equity productions. These are these are not uh, fly-by-night productions. These are the biggies. These are really excellent Broadway productions, excellent performances at the Fisher Theater, the Detroit Opera House, the Music Hall, and more. And, mm -hmm. uh, and when you look at the past productions featuring Broadway's biggest names, Carol Channing, Zero Mostel, yeah. Robin Givens, Richard Chamberlain, Molly Ringwald, John O'Hurley. The list goes on and on. Uh, mm -hmm. And the Fisher Theater has hosted the world tour premieres of such Broadway hits as Hello, Dolly, Fiddler on the Roof, Sweet Charity. So you're missing nothing. You do not have to get on an airplane and fly to New York and find tickets at a lot, very high expensive price compared to what we have here. And you've got Broadway there, but we have Broadway in Detroit. And I fear not enough people are taking advantage of that with their BroadwayInDetroit.com subscriptions. And they, they can save money and still see fabulous shows, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's also, you know, talk about let's talk about local, too, because every some people don't realize that, you know, we bring in these shows, they tour the country and we bring them into the to the Fisher. But every show that comes to the Fisher or the Detroit Opera House or Music Hall employs anywhere from 50 to 150 local people that are working to bring these shows to life from back the people loading the show in when it gets here and putting it back on the truck to our, you know, the people helping make the show run, to our ushers, which our ushers are professional usher staff now, to our box office, to folks like me, you know. So we are, you know, as, as much as we bring these touring shows, and the touring shows are the top Broadway talent um, in the country, we are also a local company. We're employing lots of people. We're uh, bringing these shows right here, and we're giving Detroiters the best Broadway experience, and that's what we love doing. Well, that sounds great, and it's good to remind people that you are there and uh, to remind them, too, Broadway in Detroit has some great upcoming shows still. Uh, you'll be highlighting yeah. The Temptations. Tell us a little bit about that. So, yeah, The Temptations is now playing at the Detroit Opera House. We uh, This week has been incredible. We uh, we got to 
celebrate the opening of the Motown Plaza at the Motown Museum this week. Uh, we have a red carpet event on Wednesday with the opening with all kinds of Motown celebrities coming into town. And it, it really is a homecoming. And if you think about the Temptations music, everyone knows. All you have to hear is that bum, 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 bum. And everyone knows my girl. People right. go crazy, right. you know? Yeah. And so it's like, it is the soundtrack that has moved the world. But the truth is the heart of that music, the soul of that music is right here. And this is the opportunity to, to see this show that tells the story that a lot of people around here do know because the Temptations are home. This is their hometown. But a lot of people like me, I moved to Detroit in 1991 or 1996, I'm sorry. And I didn't know the story of the Temptations. And so I kind of had an idea. But when I saw this this musical, I was like, oh, I get it. I get why the Temptations have become such a huge part of Detroit and part of our music uh, history here because they keep going. They're still going. Uh, there's a, they still keep going. Uh, it's the theory that Otis Williams imparted in the Temptations is told in this story. And it's everyone who loves My Girl and every Temptation song needs to come and see this show and learn why their music, why their story, why their heart and soul is so key to this city. And uh, it's a great experience, and they're going to love it. It's going to be a, it's, it's a truly great time. Well, and considering uh, that Motown is in our bones and in our DNA, sometimes we don't make the connection that, that Motown plays a big role and plays a big role here with Detroit productions, but Broadway and Detroit – but but Motown and and Broadway are not uh, exclusive. They're together, and that helps yeah. us uh, enjoy what you guys are doing on the stage in in making it uh, okay to put Motown with Broadway shows or featuring people like these uh, folks that are uh, after all these years. The Temptations are still out there in one format mm -hmm. or another performing, and uh, yeah, to, and and. This show is written by Dominique Moriso, who is a local Detroiter. She's here. She's written Broadway shows about the city of Detroit. She's an amazing talent, and she's bringing this show back here and and at home, and it's it's great. Now, these the jobs that are that are filled by Detroiters, many of them behind the scenes. You're always looking for more people because people come and go, but but you're not necessarily looking for people to appear in these Broadway shows unless oh, for the chorus or point. whatever they they need something special but explain that to us if you would Scott yeah. Myers yeah so what we present is the best of Broadway so these are the Broadway shows or they're presented or produced by Broadway uh, producers usually in New York but sometimes other places in the country and then they tour the show so the shows are cast by professional uh, casting agencies out of New York um, and then they go on the road. And so they come in, we, we, they come into the Fisher or the Opera House or the Music Hall and they put in their show. So our local, where we hire local people is for our, you know, anywhere from our ushers to our concessions to our box office. Sometimes backstage, our union um, backstage folks are, you know, get in the union, uh, learn how to present these shows, make them come to life, uh, those kinds of things. And then, um, the, show, the shows do uh, hire local musicians. So we work with the local musicians unions um, to uh, put some local musicians into the, the orchestras. And I will tell you, I've seen shows around the country and I sometimes go see them in New York or see them in another city. And the musicians here in Detroit 
we are so blessed and fortunate to have such incredible talent here because the shows, when they play the Fisher or they play the Opera House or a music hall, they sound amazing. And they sound amazing because we have these great local people that come in and join the, the company. And it's, it's a real privilege to be here in Detroit and have such great talent. Very cool. If you would, in summary, for the little time that we have left, uh, with Scott Myers, Marketing Director of Broadway in Detroit. Sum up Detroit's performing arts scene today. It is vibrant. You know, we, you know, the performing arts scene took a hit after, after the COVID pause. We all felt it. Um, and what I feel in, like, not just the touring, the Broadway industry, but I feel also locally, you know, I, I know a lot of our local theater, professional theater companies here. And what I really feel the energy in our community is this drive to to take this opportunity to be better to to like put out great quality um, material and to get back on stage and connect with people and like just present these works that that stir your imagination we are we are professional storytellers and we are looking to tell stories that inspire people that uh, encourage people that uh, make people think that entertain people <laughs> that like we need that we need everything from from having from being uh, inspired to think about things differently to just having a good hard laugh or a good cry or just a good time and we are so excited to be doing that uh, you know eight eight shows a week Six, uh, five to six nights a week, um, and we are so excited to be back and doing it. Well, we're glad you're doing it. Broadwayindetroit.com for more information. Broadwayindetroit.com, our guide, marketing director of Broadway in Detroit, Scott Myers. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so much. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Up next on Opportunity Detroit, Joel German is here, president of Rocket Solar. I'll tell you what, Rocket's involved in so many different things. We, I don't think, ever talk about the solar aspect of Rocket. And we're going to do that right now. Joel, welcome to the program. Well, W, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It is our pleasure having you fill us in on the Rocket companies and how they've helped millions achieve the whole dream of home ownership yeah that's right obviously you know you're, you're here in detroit you're very familiar with us uh, and the impact that we've had on the city and and uh you know going beyond that we've uh, had success in in many areas the platform is strong obviously in mortgage and auto loans and and uh homes uh and and the next venture it made sense for us we took a look and, and we've moved into the solar space well, it, it, let's face it, it's, it's a dream for many people to think about total energy independence. And it's said that that is possible with, with you, with Rocket Solar. Yeah, that's right. There's about 70 million homeowners in the United States that would benefit, you know, from the math, right, of, of getting solar on their home. And only about 3 million have it. So there's a huge opportunity for people really to, to take advantage of, of, of you know, fixing in their utility costs. And right now, I'm, I'm sure if I spent the day listening to WJR, I hear plenty about inflation at one time or another. And our energy costs are one of the areas that are seeing the most or the highest levels of inflation. 
it, it, the inflation has been brutal. Uh, I tend to believe it's going to get worse, but that's just my guess based on the additional government spending that's going on. Uh, I've never seen anybody spend their way uh, out of the inflationary problems that we have, but that's another story. We'll just give it some time. But if you're dreaming of energy independence, uh, Rocket Solar very well may be the answer for you, delivering a better solar experience for their clients by helping them connect to cleaner, more affordable energy. We just, I, I have to tell you, Joel Gurman, as president of Rocket Solar, Rocket Solar, we don't hear about it that much. Now we are. Yeah, we, we, uh, we've been talking about this for a few years, but essentially we've, we've really been uh, active in the space uh, for probably the better part of the last six months. Currently in 16 states, about 42 of the, the largest markets across the country. And by the end of the year, we'll be in a position where we can help the majority of, of, uh, of, of Americans out there, homeowners, you know, fix in their utility and make, make good decisions. We're, we're focused on, obviously, you know, uh, helping clients in, in the solar space much the same way that we've helped develop and grow the mortgage space and et cetera on the platform here at Rocket. But you got a lot of uh, maybe people that have to be convinced that we have enough sunshine in this part of the world to keep solar energy viable and maintaining what we're going to lose as we cut out uh, all of the uh, coal, oil, uh, whatever-based other sources that we've used for hundreds of years and uh, alleviate some of those concerns that it's just not sunny enough here. Yeah, there, there's a, you know, we're, we're going through, I think, an overall paradigm shift, especially here in Michigan, right? You've got GM and Ford who both, um, you know, clearly indicated that they're moving towards the electric vehicle uh, as the future of, of their business. Um, and, you know, the, the, the sun, although it's a beautiful day here in Detroit today, um, you know, the sun is obviously a big part of it. But, you know, whether it's in Detroit or across the country, it really is about digging into the individual situation. There are states where it makes sense because there is such a high uh, propensity uh, to, to have sun, you know, your, your Californias, your Floridas, et cetera. There are other states where solar makes a ton of sense because energy costs are so high. So uh, a Pennsylvania or New York, for example. And then there are other states where, um, you know, the, the, the state really gets it. And they have uh, not only federal tax incentives, but state tax incentives that make it worthwhile. So your Illinois, your South Carolina, again, there's a lot of reasons. For here in us in Michigan, um, you know, we do have a, a fair amount of solar. And for a number of Michiganders, it definitely does make sense. The good news is we'll walk you through it. We'll show you all the details. We'll do the math. And, and I think the beauty of, of the business that we're in here at Rocket, the platform that we're in, um, if we can help you get solar and that's my goal, great, we're going to do that. But if not, we're going to leave you with great education on the process, and we're going to leave you in a position where you continue to trust us for mortgage or auto or, or the other things that you've known us so well for over the years. It, it, it goes a long way to assure people that it's being used currently by a lot of people, because it is. We see it more and more. And, and you've apparently... Uh, along the way, as we uh, talk with Joel Gurman, president of Rocket Solar, you've uh, conquered the problem of storage. So maybe we don't have uh, several sunny days in a row, but we're able to save what we generate from the sun for later usage? Yeah, there are situations where you definitely uh, battery use does make sense. There are situations where it doesn't make sense. And again, uh, I think, you know, as, as we continue to see the technology evolve, um, you know, there will be more and more opportunities to, to innovate and, and do more. Again, like three years from now, if everyone is driving electric vehicles, 
there's going to be more and more of a demand on the grid uh, for power. And, and this is another solution to help us fix in, help us solve some of the problems that may be further down the road. You know, years and years ago in the mortgage world, people refinancing, uh, it wasn't something somebody did just because. And it's become a bit of an investment element. We look at the, the solar space as the same opportunity uh, for people to really fix in their payment today uh, for the next 25 years. And again, we know where those payments will probably go. Things will get more expensive. If you could fix in your utility payment right now for the next 25 years, you'd probably be in a pretty good spot. Yeah, imagine that. And, and you're saying that's what you can do. Exactly right. Yep, absolutely. We want to help people. And again, we want to help people make a great decision for themselves. You know, over the years, um, we've really tried to take complex financial problems and, and simplify them for consumers. And, and we've had great success at that. So you know, one aspect of this is uh, for our listeners who want to learn more about Rocket Solar, how do they do that? Well, it's pretty easy. We, you can go to rocket, www.rocketsolar.com, uh, and you can connect with one of our advisors, and, and we can help you across the country or, or right here in, in Michigan. Um, or you can simply go and, and leverage the tools that are on there, some of the learning center information, or you can actually put in your information, and it'll show you what solar can do on your house. It'll give you visibility into how much sun you get and what that would mean and what your savings would be. And, again, we're happy to talk you through that. Our goal is to, to give you a real uh, you know, bespoke, uh, that's a fancy word for, for personal, uh, approach to, to your situation and help you make a great decision today, but for the long term. So that's for people who need more information. There's certainly a number of people listening to Opportunity Detroit on WJR right now who already are sold on the idea. So let's skip back the, uh, the idea that we have to teach people more about solar energy and how they can do it. Let's jump right up to somebody who's ready to do it. What should they do next? Same thing. If you go to rocketsolar.com, you can connect with us immediately. Um, we'll be happy to walk you through the process, and we can help you right now today. You can also call 888-475-7652, and one of our advisors will be right there right now to help you out anytime. 888-475-7652, 888-475-7652. Now, are there tax incentives or other breaks for people who turn to solar energy? Uh, I'd have to say it's still early in the game, but earlier like this? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. In, in 1980, my next-door neighbors, when I was young growing up, put solar on their house. So solar's been around for quite some time, but you, you, you see right now there's definitely a move towards it. Um, there is currently a tax incentive in place, but as a part of the, um, uh, the, the, the Senate bill that just passed, uh, I think actually Sunday night, um, there's an extension to that tax credit. It's going for an additional 10 years, and essentially it's going up to a, a 30% tax credit that people would be eligible for uh, based on what they, you know, their their installation of solar and other renewable things that they could do. It's also expanded the uh, the tax credit or the uh, the bill also expanded many of the the uh, initiatives around uh, renewable energies, uh, solar specifically. So there's again a ton of momentum behind this, but there certainly are tax incentives at a federal level, and like I mentioned, there's state and local level uh, incentives as well. So we can help walk you through that. Wherever you are in the country, we'll help educate you and figure out what you have available to you. I, I, I think, really, Joel German with us, President Rocket Solar, um, to hedge your bets, since we know that the auto industry is, is full steam ahead on EVs. I mean, they are totally committed. Mm -hmm. 
we know that the grid is going to be challenged, let's say, uh, by more cars, more electric cars, and coming home at night, charging them and all of that. You can kind of buy yourself an insurance policy, or it would seem to me, Joel, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong, but it, it seems like you could buy yourself an insurance policy by signing up for as much solar energy production at your own home as possible. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. You know, I think that, that the uh, uh, there is definitely a, a shift going on right now. And, and the electric vehicles, the, the automakers have, have done a great job of, of leading that trend. Um, and I think you're 100% right. I think being prepared and, and um, having, a, you know, a, a, an option to, to fuel your vehicle in the, in the sense that it was intended for uh, using solar panels makes a ton of sense. Um, and I think what you're going to see when you, when you go back to that number of what was it, 69 million homes, 60, I guess uh, 67 million homes that would benefit that don't have solar yet. Um, it's a huge opportunity. And we really think that we're in a great spot for it at, a right, at the right time to do it. So um, we're excited about growing and, and, you know, 2022, 2023 will be great years for us to move forward. Well, it, it sounds like it. And, uh, and it sounds like we're going to be hearing more and more about rocket solar. You can find out more and more about Rocket Solar by simply going to rocketsolar.com, rocketsolar.com, one of the uh, the fine companies in the portfolio uh, of this company that has made such a difference in Detroit, in Michigan, and in these United States uh, by the different uh, companies that you have. And this is, this is just another one, but this one certainly has tremendous upside potential, Joel. Yeah, that's right. Again, I think that this is a market that you can't help but understand it's going to in increase in size. Um, and, and listen, we have a, a brand that is focused on, on really making the client experience exceptional. Um, and we intend to do that and, and at the same time, um, you know, provide a product for our clients that, that really does make quite a bit of sense. You know, Dan, year, years and years and years ago, Dan Gilbert used to talk about doing well by doing good. And I think this is a really good example of, of us doing just that. I think so. It moves you to the front of the line in the family of companies that we've grown to know and love. Anything else we need to know, Joel, before I let you go? Listen, we're excited. And, and again, please reach out to us, uh, Um We're happy to, to help you today, or we're happy to educate you either way. Um, the, the, the future is very, very bright, as we like to say here, and we appreciate the time, as always, Paul W. Thank you, Joel. A pleasure learning more about it and telling our listeners to go to rocketsolar.com. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Paul W. Joel German, president of one of the family of companies we don't hear very much about, but we'll hear a lot more as each day goes by. Rocket Solar, as we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Finally, on Opportunity Detroit, we welcome Lisa Stolarski, the owner of Antique Touring. Welcome, Lisa. Oh, thanks, Paul. Thanks. It's great to be here. It's always nice to talk to somebody who's got another new, old idea. I say new, old because antique is in the name, uh, Antique Touring. Tell us what Antique Touring is. So Antique Touring Company uh, provides tours of Detroit and antique automobiles. Um, we use Model A Fords. Uh, we have three of them, and we're located uh, downstairs in the Paquette Museum, um, uh, which is at um, 461 Paquette Avenue. 
Yeah, I pass it now. And uh, my ways has moved around my my journey to the uh, Fisher Building and the radio station, and I now yeah. happily pass the corner there of Piquette and Bobian every morning and take a look at that Ford Piquette to Avenue plant and think of the history there. Little did I know that you had a touring company that uses those great uh, Model A's and whatever else uh, you can use uh, in terms of, of antique automobiles um, in, yeah. in the Motor City's Heritage Area Antique Car Tour. Yes, yes. That's one of our most popular uh, things to do. So, uh, so uh, yeah, the Motor Cities tour um, is essentially uh, it's a history tour. Um, it's a three-hour long tour, um, and it takes people on a journey that doesn't actually have to go very far from our location at Piquet, um, excuse me, Piquet Avenue. Um, but we. Start with history in 1896 when the first automobiles were, you know, developed in Detroit, um, internal combustion engine automobiles. And uh, we tell the story of, you know, some of the early people who were the innovators uh, in the industry. Um, and it includes, um, you know, the beginnings of the big three. And um, and then we um, uh, we go to the Packard plant. We go to of course, the Paquette Avenue plant um, and the Highland Park plant and a few places in between. There's a lot to talk about in between, actually. Um, and then we um, we go through Boston Edison. There were a lot of auto titans who had, um, you know, their first mansions were built in Boston Edison or Indian Village, but, you know, Boston Edison's along the way. And we, um, we uh, finally stop at the old General Motors headquarters on Grand Boulevard, and uh, and then uh, we we let people walk through the Fisher Building um, uh, to you know to see the um, really the opulence of the height of the golden era of Detroit. Yeah, the, this um, this Fisher Building um, in the lobby alone, just walking through it and remembering to look up. And uh, I've been yeah. walking in these lobbies. Uh, I've been the lobby of the Fisher Building for thirty five years with. All the time I've spent here at WJR, 26, 27, the last uh, doing the morning show. Every time I look up, and I'm not making this up. I wouldn't make this up. Every time I look up, Lisa, I see something new. I believe you. I really believe you. And and it was meant to be that way. Albert Kahn designed it to be endlessly fascinating. It is. That's a great way. It is endlessly fascinating. I like that. That's a good yeah. way to put it. So that's the Motor City's Heritage Area Antique Car Tour. You also have yeah. a very popular antique car tour of historic Belle Isle. We do. Um, we we do. So uh, Belle Isle was our first tour curated um, uh, in 2018. And mainly, I really wanted to do the Motor City's tour. Um, but I felt like I needed to take some time to, to, you know, really put that together. So the first year we opened, we did a tour of historic Belle Isle, and it's a two-hour tour. And we talk about the history uh, of Belle Isle since it became a park in 1880. Now, it's got plenty of history before that, but there's not too much to see from before that. Hmm. Um, and also, you know, it's hard to squeeze everything into a tour. Um but um, Frederick Law Olmsted was um, the first designer of the park, and we can thank 
you know, the lakes and canals that, you know, are currently actually being dredged um, so that they're more functional again. But we can thank him for that. It was his suggestion because it was kind of a marshy, swampy place before that. Hmm. Um, uh, we talk about the Scott Fountain and um, the interesting character of James Scott, um, who uh, left all of his money to the city in a sort of a joke. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he, um, he wanted them to build a fountain in his honor um, on the western side of Belle Isle, which back in, he passed away in 1910. That was the place to be. Like, you know, uh, there was no social media, no internet, no television, not even radio back then in 1910. And people went to Belle Isle in their time off and, and, um, uh, so he wanted for everyone to see this statue. Um, but the, uh, the thing was that the city council didn't think it was a good idea. And so they debated this character for 10 years. And the money that he had left the city grew about fivefold during that time. Wow. I know. So they were able to, they were actually able to um, uh build out the island, like all of the land from the fountain to the point was all the um, uh, the dirt that was dug up when the, some of the skyscrapers were being built in Detroit between 1920 and 1925. They brought it to the island and put it in the shallow area on the western side of the island so that they could make the island bigger. Um, uh, it was really that popular. And so, um, uh, anyway, a compromise was struck and the Scott Fountain was built. Well, and thank um, goodness, I'll just put in the plug here, thank goodness to Roger Penske and Bud Denker and their teams from the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix presented by Lear that that Scott yes. Fountain is even there and still functioning. I, you know, I tell people that every time we tour. Um, it's you know, sometimes I can't get on the island for a little bit, you know, but I know that the fountain will be working and it's a um, it, it's a very small price to pay for having such an amazing asset in our community. Um, so uh, so I'm uh, very, very grateful. Well, and we all should be with all the improvements that having that race on the island now moving to the city streets, but having that race on sure. the island, the amount of money and the improvements uh, through the Belle Isle Conservancy and all the money raised by uh, Roger Penske, Bud Denker and the Chevrolet Absolutely. Detroit Grand Prix presented by Lear. Quick question. Uh, antique Touring Company, uh, Lisa Stolarski is the owner. And you were yes. affected by the pandemic, like everything was affected by the pandemic. You had to shut down for a while, but uh, re yeah. reopening. Uh, there's a, a is it open and and serving people now the the small retail space that you were hoping for. Oh, yes. Um, so we have um, uh, a little thing where we call the antique side hustle, and I have uh, I started curating it about a year and a half ago. Um, and then um, we actually uh, put a wood shop in um, uh, into the same building, and so I'm, I'm doing some refinishing. But we're planning on having a grand opening right around the time of um, Model T birthday, which is, oh, gosh, I should know the exact date, but I don't. <laughs> but it's the second week of September okay. um, is, is Model T birthday. So 
uh, we're we're hoping to have the antique side hustle make its debut uh, that that same week. Selling uh, antique and rehabbed furniture and other uh, collectibles. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot of fun, and um, I have I had the space, and so you know I thought, well, let's do something. Uh, extra fun with the space here. So. Good idea. Now, if someone yeah. is uh, interested in joining you for a tour, the Antique Touring Company, uh, what exactly do they need to do, Lisa? Uh, well, they can give us a call. Um, it's the easiest way and also the least expensive way to book a tour with us. Our telephone number is 313-333-5833. And uh, you can also go online and look up Antique Touring Company, and there's um, uh, we have a, a booking platform that people can use. Uh, it, you know, they charge a six percent fee for that. You know, so um, and then of course people who don't know about us sometimes find us on TripAdvisor, and there's another one called Get Your Guide that um, uh, that we use out there. Uh, so there are, uh, but mainly for for people on the radio. Um, listening, definitely give us a ring. Yeah, and it's it, it, you don't have to give up much of your profits uh, if they deal directly with you. So that's what we'll recommend because we want yes, you to course. be we want you to be successful and remain uh, healthy. Uh, but you could call three one three 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 five eight three three. We got a lot of threes going on here. Three one three 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 fifty eight thirty three, and book that antique car tour of historic Belle Isle or the Motor City's Heritage Area Antique Car Tour. And I think yeah. you're in for a, a, a real nice uh, uh, event and a, a great yeah. experience of learning and having fun. Yeah, yeah, we definitely do both of those things. Um, uh, is it okay if I tell you about our, our new car tour? Real quick, yeah. Okay, very good. So we have a new car tour, and it actually is curated by um, one of my coworkers, John, and um, uh, it is a tour of historic Cork down, um, excuse me, historic Cork Town, and Michigan Central Station area. Um, so uh, Cork Town is the oldest neighborhood in Detroit, and it has really deep history um, and an important history for the city. Um, and so John um, has developed a tour that takes people through that, and it is absolutely spectacular. Um, so I'd like to recommend that one, too. All right. We'll add that to the other two. It sounds like you've got some winners here. That's. Did you say that's called the new car tour? Oh, I'm sorry. It is, it is a new um, car tour, but it's called, uh, actually, technically, um, Court Town Heritage and Michigan Central Station. Gotcha. That's a better name. Uh, a little more, yeah. a little more complicated, but it better explains. Yeah. Yeah. It better explains other than it's just one of the new tours. Well, congratulations! Exactly. Keep up Thank the good you. work, Lisa. I appreciate that, Lisa. And thanks so much for calling. Well, it's our pleasure, yeah. Lisa Stolarski, owner of Antique Touring. Uh, go to antiquetouringcompany.com. Uh, and we're out of time. We'll talk to you in the morning, six till nine on WJR. Regards, Paul W. Smith.